Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the videocast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And we have a very special guest today. Her name is Jordana. She's actually from Vancouver, BC, Canada, same hometown as me. But I'm actually now in Trinidad and Tobago, in the Tobago side of Trinidad and Tobago on uh, the little beautiful island. Uh, if you're actually watching this, I'll give you a little glimpse here. Uh, if you're listening, you'll have to actually tune in to the video on YouTube. Uh, so uh, we have the pleasure of interviewing Jord uh, about her travel experience uh, as a travel consultant, as a travel blogger, travel writer, and now uh, how it's going to switch now that she's actually uh, due to be a mom. And, uh, you know, thanks for taking the time out of your busy uh, pre-mom stage. Uh, she's going to be a mom probably in about a month or so. She's due at the end of July, and we're interviewing, uh, we're interviewing recording this at the end of June, uh, almost at the crisp of Canada Day, July 1st, which is our nation's birthday. So, Jordan, uh, to start off with, uh, why don't you share a little bit more about yourself, uh, your background, and your experience in the travel industry? Um, well, like you said, I'm, uh, I'm a Vancouver native, which is actually uh, quite rare, um, as you know, most of <laughs> most Vancouverites, uh, I think almost 60% of us are, are actually from somewhere else, but I was born and raised here. And um, I've lived a few other places across Canada. My parents were in the military, um, but I've called this home um, since I was probably about 11 years old. And um, because Vancouver is so multicultural, it's going into travel was kind of like a natural transition. It's something that um, I've been passionate about probably since I was about 15 years old, I would say. Awesome. Uh, so uh, that sounds like a great background in terms of like being part of a military family. Uh, tell us more about that side of things in terms of like uh, what was the blessings of uh, being in a military family, but also some of the challenges and difficulties. Yeah, for sure. Um, Moving back to Vancouver um, and leaving the military lifestyle was, was um, probably the biggest challenge because this is not a military city um, and a lot of people aren't really aware or have knowledge um, of the fact that we even have one. It's kind of funny. Um, but I absolutely loved living on an infantry base. Um, there's a real sense of community that you don't necessarily get in neighborhoods um, across Canada. And we were all very close and all the kids grew up together and, um, you know, all the dads would go away at the same time and, and some of the moms. And uh, it was a very strict upbringing, but um, I absolutely loved it and I, I, I miss it. Awesome. So, uh, you know, from growing up in a military family to actually getting into the travel industry uh, as in working in it, tell us a little bit about your actual job and work experience working in a few different travel companies. Yeah, so I went to travel school um, in 2005, about five years after I graduated from high school. And um, the day after I, I got out of school, I ended up uh, landing a job at Flight Center, which is a um, large international um, company. Uh, there, are, there are a number of countries around the world. And I worked there for uh, almost three years. And then the economy crashed. And I decided that it was maybe a good idea to go traveling around the world, which is not exactly what everybody else thought at the time. Um, I think everybody else was running to the bank and putting their money into the mattress. And I sold everything that I had, including an apartment, and took off. I bought a one-way ticket to Indonesia. And that's sort of uh, what spurned my, my love of, of constant globetrotting. 
Awesome. So tell us more about uh, that journey. I mean, uh, you know, you went to Indonesia, but where else did you go? Which countries, cities, destinations did you uh, visit? Yeah, so I spent um, I spent a number of, of months traveling around Southeast Asia. And then uh, I flew over to Africa. And I, was, I wasn't traveling alone. I had a partner at the time. And uh, we landed in South Africa and we did a, a two-month-long overland from South Africa to uh, Zambia, Livingston. And then we spent another couple months working with lions on a conservation project, um, which is a release to the wild project. Um, and then from there, we, I think we went up to Europe. <laughs> I'm trying to remember my, my itinerary here. And ended in Iceland. And I think we ended up going to 28 countries in total. Wow, sounds like an amazing adventure. Uh, so uh, walk us through the next stage. So, uh, uh, you know, you were at Flight Center, then you quit during the recession, uh, traveled around the world, and then uh, you came back and tell us about what happened next. Yeah, so I came back and I worked for uh, a couple of uh, more travel companies. And I, I was sort of trying to figure out what my niche in travel was. I didn't know if I wanted to sell travel or if I necessarily wanted to be a full-time writer, and I was kind of doing everything all simultaneously at the same time. And um, for whatever reason, um, I ended up getting approached by The Lonely Planet because I had been writing articles about my time in Sumatra. And um, I was finding that a lot of my research while I was traveling in Sumatra, um, the guidebook at the time wasn't entirely accurate. And they were kind of writing off these entire towns and villages that had at one point been devastated by floods or or you know climate change or whatever and they were telling people it's there's not much point in going there and i had been spending weeks at a time in these fabulous places and i was on their farm and disagreeing with them and they decided <laughs> many months later hey you're kind of a thorn in our side would you ever consider writing for us um so while i was finding work back in Vancouver. I ended up writing um, research articles um, for Lonely Planet. And um, that kind of inspired me to go back to school, which <laughs> was an entirely new adventure. Um, so I ended up going back to uh, university. I went to University of British Columbia and I did a degree in anthropology while travel writing, while working in the travel industry as a consultant at the same time. So, yeah. And now uh, you're still doing travel consultancy, uh, no longer with Flight Center, but uh, uh, how are you doing it currently? Yeah, so I have um, my own website, jordanamanchester.com, um, and I work uh, as a affiliate with Trips to Travel, which is a corporate uh, travel agency based in Vancouver. And um, I've done a lot of my own self-marketing, and I have clients that I've, I've had for years um, obviously, friends and family networks, but I've also called on my 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 um, readership of the Urban Xenophile, and also a lot of them are my clients as well. So I've kind of just sort of like cross promoted my skill set. Uh, so what would you say are the major differences uh, working uh, at a place like Fly Center, which is one of the biggest uh, travel agencies in the world, and working for more of a smaller mom and pop kind of flight agency? Tell us about some of the good things and the bad things. Um, in those two systems? Well, I think the main difference between working for an agency and working independently um, is when you work in an agency, a lot of the marketing is done for you. Um, so you have lots of walk-in traffic that comes in and the phones are always ringing and 
there's email inquiry and there's a system that's already set up, um, which you know is very convenient and a lot of those costs you don't have to incur yourself. Um, however, I find that working with agencies, they like to promote specific products and it's kind of difficult to be a niche um, travel consultant. So I specialize in culture tours, sustainable travel, um, adventure travel. And when there's the pressure there to sell products that aren't, you know, within your niche, like cruises and all inclusives and things like that, um, it, it's, it's not as enjoyable, I find. So I find that there's a, quite a bit of flexibility and freedom um, working with a smaller mom and pop agency uh, than there is working for a big corporation. Yeah, it definitely makes sense. And I've interviewed a few different travel agents uh, on the show, and um, uh, they always uh, struggle with that dilemma of um, uh, pushing the greatest commission item or yeah. uh, pushing the item that's most suited for the client. So how do you deal with that? Obviously, at the end of the day, uh, do, you do get paid on commissions, uh, yet at the same time, you do want to serve the client. So tell us about that tension you face. Of course. Um, well, because I come from a place of, um, like, extreme social consciousness, <laughs> having studied anthropology for four years and been, worked in the field and really passionate about um, sustainable travel and encouraging clients to travel places where their money, more money is left in destination. Um, there are plenty of products and companies out there that are doing that that are paying equivalent commission rates. So it's not necessarily, the pickings aren't slim. It's just if you're a good researcher and you know you have good relationships with suppliers on the ground. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't bite into your bottom line at all, and I don't really have to struggle with those decisions because I know where to go. Awesome. I mean, uh, yeah, you definitely have a, lo a lot of experience and expertise in the area, so uh, you can fine tune it. Uh, so both people benefit yourself and the client, and obviously the agency as well. Exactly. So, uh, Jordana, tell us about the travel blog itself. Uh, you have a really unique name, um, uh, both Jordana, but also uh, your <laughs> blog name, uh, Urban Xenophile. Um, yeah. Xenophile is not a term that a lot of us, uh, you know, the way native speakers use a lot. So, tell okay. us a little bit about uh, how you came up with a blog how you came up with the cool uh, name and the, the branding, et cetera. Yeah, um, so a word that we often hear um, in the media these days actually is the opposite of xenophile, but it's xenophobia, um, which is the fear of anything that's foreign, um, anything that's different from us. And um, I was brought up you know, to embrace everything that was different. And um, because I have this sort of um, natural curiosity for other cultures and foods and, and places. Uh, Xenophile seems like the perfect description um, for myself, but also for a blog. And the urban part is because I've always been a city girl. Um, I've always lived in a, in a, in a city and um, I've, I've, I've only been a nomad, I would say, for a, a couple of times in my life, but I definitely I'm based, you know, here in Vancouver, and um, which gives me a really unique perspective, I think, um, because it is such a multicultural city. So it just kind of fit, urban, xenophile. It kind of worked. Yeah, and I think a lot of us uh, who are from big cities, like myself, born and raised in Vancouver, uh, are uh, xenophilic, if you want to call it that. Uh, we love foreign cultures, we love foreign languages, we love foreign yeah. movies, books. Uh, traveling, etc. So it, it definitely makes sense, and uh, uh, yeah, I, I definitely think it's a catchy and a memorable name. So tell us about the blog itself in terms of what are the main themes and topics that you write about, Jordana. 
Yeah, so the um, blog itself has changed um, its face a number of time, times over the years because I've, I've sort of um, gone on these different journeys. Uh, at one point, it was just purely a travel blog. Then I wrote a lot about um, my experiences at university because I was studying, um, obviously, cultures, and I was studying a lot of indigenous cultures. Uh, I spent two years studying an indigenous language, uh, Hunkaminam, which is spoken by the Musqueam people here in Vancouver. Um, and I really wanted the blog to sort of um, be a learning tool for myself, but also for people from Vancouver to sort of understand what sort of legacy we travel with as Canadians and sort of understanding our perception, like the perception that people have about Canada and understanding that, you know, they're, even though we're known to be friendly and, and you know, everyone thinks that we're almost perfect and all of these things, it's not necessarily true. So um, it, it sort of, it kind of moved from just travel into sort of an educational tool. And now it's sort of transitioning more into, um, it'll be more about lifestyle. It'll still be about travel, motherhood, um, culture, how to be a socially conscious traveler and how to teach your children, because I'm expecting, um, how to have a great appreciation for the world and how we can mold them into socially conscious travelers. So that's going to be the new focus of the travel blog. And, uh, you know, like you mentioned, you're on the verge, the crisp of motherhood, uh, obviously an amazing adventure, a yes. very different sort of adventure. Uh, so tell us about um, uh, what, how do you feel uh, you and your uh, kind of like uh, travel lifestyle will adjust uh, to this new change as a mom-to-be? Yes. So it will be a drastic adjustment. Um, I won't be throwing on a backpack and, and doing walking safaris in the middle of Zimbabwe anymore. Um, <laughs> but um, my, I come from a long line of travelers. My, my parents travel five or six times a year. My partner travels quite a bit. So um, the only difference I think will be obviously our destination choice. And maybe you know the style of travel uh, will change, um, and maybe the frequency. But I still have quite a few plans in 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 place for next year. I won't be slowing down too much. <laughs> you gave a little teaser. You got to tell us a little bit more. What are you tentatively planning? Um, well, I I have a younger brother who's um, a neuroscientist. Uh, he's based out of uh, Saskatoon right now, and he's moving to uh, the University of Lund in Sweden. So um, we are hopefully going to be heading to uh, Scandinavia over December, January period. And uh, he's traveling to a few other places. Uh, he's also going to be in Australia. I've never been to Australia. So that's a possibility for next year as well. And then any, basically anywhere else I can possibly dream up. <laughs> Sounds good. Itinerary. <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, we've been traveling with our three kids, one's five, one's three, and one's one year. And, and we actually left when our youngest was six months after he got all his immunizations, um, you, you need to do them pretty much every couple of months. And then once we had his six month, we took off and uh, it's been amazing. And we've done some remote places, not the typical family destinations. We've been to uh, uh, places like uh, South Africa, Dubai. We've been to uh, Paraguay, Brazil, uh, Argentina. And now in the last few, uh, month or so, Suriname, 
Guyana and now Trinidad. And, uh, you know, it's been a great adventure for our kids. And I'm a big advocate, obviously, of uh, family travel and uh, getting your kids out there and uh, uh, really uh, teaching your kids about the world, not through textbooks, but through actually seeing the world, meeting the people, etc. So I wish you well on your uh, new journey as a traveling mom. Uh, Jordana, where do you feel uh, your vision is for the future now? What are your, some of your uh, must-dos, your bucket list items uh, that you're going to be doing in the next uh, few years uh, to come? Um, I, in terms of a travel bucket list, um, I, I, I really need to get back to Africa. Um, it's been calling me since I, I left in uh, 2009, um, and I would love to show my children, um, you know, the, the, the cradle of humankind. And um, in terms of career and, and the travel business, I definitely want to keep focusing on, on socially conscious travel. Um, I'd like to become a strong advocate in Canada um, for other travel agents to actually step into this niche um, because I think it is one of the fastest growing, but it's still, it's still um, there's a lot of misconceptions around it. And I'd, I'd like to sort of educate people about why I think it's important um, to leave, you know, to leave good behind and not to take from, from wherever you're traveling and how you can help, you know, communities abroad um, instead of, of sort of being exploitive, which I think the tourism industry has been for the majority of, of its existence. And um, yeah, that's, that's, I, I actually have never really had a life plan, which is why I've sort of been to so many places and I, I have all of this experience. So um, I don't want to lay too much down in, in the foundation, but um, just live a full life and, and be happy and be grateful for every day. Absolutely. And you know, uh, it's, there's nothing wrong with not having a life plan. I mean, we don't even know where we're going to be next week. Uh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a beauty, there's a beauty in that spontaneity, definitely. Uh, so, Jordana, uh, if people wanted to connect with you, uh, find out about your website, uh, connect with you on social media, maybe even uh, book a trip or two or three uh, <laughs> through your travel agency, uh, tell us a little bit more how they can connect with you. Yeah, so they can reach me in a few different places. Uh, I do have a, a travel agent uh, website. JordanaManchester.com. Um, there's a blog component there. You'll you'll find tips and tricks about um, booking certain things. You'll find itinerary ideas uh, there. Um, you can also find me on my uh, travel blog, UrbanZenophile.com, and you can email me directly at Jordana at Tripster.com as well. Awesome, and we'll have those links below. I highly recommend checking out her travel blog uh, for inspiration about travel ideas. And uh, we'd love to have you back, actually, on the show uh, once you're a little bit more uh, settled as a mom. I know the first few months are hectic, and you won't be sleeping, and uh, yes. uh, we don't want you to have the black eyes on the I interview. I won't so. look fresh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, but but uh, you'll have a different form of glowing uh, because of the joys of motherhood and parenting. So we'd love yeah. to have you back, uh, you know, uh, as you progress on the, the motherhood uh, uh, the traveling mom journey. Great, I would love to come back. Thank you. All right, so, so yeah, th make sure you check out uh, Jordana's website, uh, and we'll have those links below on the YouTube channel. If you're watching this, if you're listening, it'll be on the iTunes um, show notes. Uh, so thanks everyone for tuning into this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world.